Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched uh, 2018, Week 39, Part 3. And I'm talking about 205 Live, Episode 96, uh, NXT, Episode 470, and the May Young Classic, 2018 May Young Classic, Episode 4, the final uh, episode of the first round of the tournament. Um... Is there other stuff to talk about? No, no, not really. I've that's pretty much all I watched since the last episode. I didn't watch any more premieres. In the last episode I talked about Manifest and the Good Doctor. Um and since finishing watching um what was the third thing? Uh May Young Classic. I've just been watching Hoarders for some reason. And now uh I'm about to watch some Duckman. Or rather have Duckman on in the background while I uh tear through some of these comic books. I just keep getting I I falling further and further behind every week. And I really should just stop uh getting the ones that I don't enjoy as much, but Oh well, it's a, it's it's a project to get through them. The NXT take oh I should talk about this. I don't know if I talked about this on any of the podcasts yet. NXT takeover uh, one shots. There's four of them. So that they're all number one. It, it could have just been one through four. Technically, it's been a mini series. Uh, getting back into issue number 21 of the regular series next month but we had uh nxt takeover redemption blueprints i forget the other the name of the other two but uh the the newest one that came out this week came out today as i'm recording this um nxt takeover redemption was all about alistair black um and first going after the nxt championship fighting andrade san almas with uh zelina vega at his side and then going uh defending that championship spoiler <laughs> to several months ago alistair black defeated almas uh to win the championship and then uh tomaso champa then defeating alistair black and uh we got a little bit of cliffhanger it it doesn't get into the whole mystery of who attacked Alistair Black, but it does end uh, like the week after, two weeks after um, he lost the championship and uh, he confronts uh, Johnny Gargano and beats him up. But it explains that he he doesn't care about the championship or uh, what Johnny Gargano did. He just wants people to get out of his way to get on to his next opponent and stuff there was one thing in the comic it uh it said uh had the conversation with Re- william regal and i know simplify things for the comic you don't have to explain okay it technically wasn't his first title defense um it it was it was not his first title defense but in the comic book they discuss it as if it were that that's his first title defense will be against tomaso champa his actual first title defense was against um uh it was against uh Lars Sullivan um I believe that was his first title defense at uh takeover Chicago so 
a little bit an- inaccurate for the, the comic, but it's also presents him like living in a, an abandoned warehouse with a giant hole in the wall as if, I don't know, like he'd it, it, like an explosion broke him out of prison or something. So it's not, um, there, there's artistic liberties, of course. So I recommend them. Um, I excited that, uh, the comic shop that I go to hall of justice comics in Parker, Colorado, um, Jonathan, um, he, uh, the, the owner of the shop, he, uh, is able to order the variant covers for all four of these issues. Um, so I'm really excited to get those. I kind of want to like get that really nicely like framed cause they do a whole, they fit together in one whole thing. Um, I guess it could be a kind of thing that I could get them, try to get them signed by some people first and all of that. But, uh, yeah, the four issues, they have, uh, the variant covers all fit together as one big, like NXT sign with all of the, uh, different people all over the place. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited for that whenever those come in, but, uh, the, the regular covers are pretty cool too. Uh, there are some people on the covers who don't actually appear in those issues. Like this fourth one, we have Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon on the cover, but they are not in this issue at all. And I, I don't think they're in any of the other issues either. But anyway, actually, it's weird. that it, The whole issue is about Aleister Black, and he's not on the cover. His, some of his opponents are. You have Almas, Vega... And Gargano on the cover, but anyway, moving on. Let's talk about uh, 205 Live. Uh, I did mention what those matches were that happened on there. I, I had spoiled that Brian Kendrick. I haven't even actually published this episode yet, so I guess all of that not avoiding a spoilers, avoiding all the spoilers is the a moot point. But um, the the last thing that happened during filming was the Brian Kendrick just squashing a local guy and then Drew Gulak uh, and uh, I don't Gallagher didn't join in on that fun. I don't think, but I didn't notice this live, but as soon as I saw it happen on uh, watching it again on TV, um, I had to tweet uh, Drew Gulak on um, a two five live tonight. And then a gif of Henry Cavill in uh, mission impossible fallout like because he did the whole like cocking his arms uh, get, getting his tuning up his fists as one uh, reply uh, put it uh, tuning up his fists to to start beating it up because he's got that dress shirt on and everything like that is that's exactly what he's doing and drew himself um retweeted that so i was i was pretty happy with that successful tweet anyway uh yeah that was that is now my favorite part of 205 live um of any episode ever that i can think of there's there's there there's some great matches that are better than that but anyway better than that one single moment that reminded me of one of my favorite movies i do need to see that again in the theaters before it's gone uh it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna stay in the theaters for a while i think but I've talked about this before, 
no spoilers, but Mission Impossible Fallout is freaking awesome. And um, it's at least equal, if not better, than, for me, uh, Rogue Nation. I still need to watch Ghost Protocol. I watched, like, half of Ghost, Ghost Protocol. But I was, like, not in the right mindset to do it. It's hard for me to watch movies at home. Because um, there's so many different things. When you go to the theater, you unless you're a jerk, you have to pay attention. Because there's no, no other things getting in the way. Which is great if you are into the movie. Um then you just you're, you're you're solidly focused on that if you have other stuff going on that you want to kind of forget about that can possibly happen but you know you can also just stick stick with you hopefully it does what you need need need, need it when you go see a movie in the theater anyway um i'm planning to see a whole bunch of movies tomorrow um what's on the list we've got a, a simple plan. I've taught every time I talk about this last week, I had the grand plans to see all these movies on last Thursday and that didn't happen. Um, I don't think I saw any of them that might happen again this time. I am definitely going to see a movie in the evening. I don't know what movie it is, but it's following in, unless it doesn't say anything about what movie it is. So I'm hoping it's, something i like i don't know but what whatever that movie is it, it, that's not the important part of the events it's that neil patrick harris is there and in person and is his new book it's the second in the magic misfits series of books i, I guess um it's uh yeah it, it i'm gonna get his book and it, it, he's gonna talk about stuff i guess it will be there and it'll be cool and um then a movie afterwards so i'm definitely going to that but hopefully also i'll be able to go to a simple plan um a simple favor sorry a simple plan is that movie with uh i think it's billy bob thornton um came out about 97 i'm gonna guess 97 i'm gonna look it up because i want to see it okay a simple plan a simple plan that came out in oh it's so close 1998 sorry billy bob thornton um bill paxton and bridget fonda um this is like the most violent movie i had seen to that point like i i just remember like having watched it i think we watched it as a family or whatever and thinking like i probably shouldn't have seen that um, I think this is the earliest example of that. Maybe Ter- Terminator, probably, I saw that before. But um, but that's, that's like, that's science fiction. It's not, like, messed up stuff that maybe actually happens. No, this wasn't a true story. No way this is a true story. Maybe it was. I don't know. No, but A Simple Favor, uh, that's the first movie on my list for tomorrow. Um, the third movie on my list is Fahrenheit 11.9, that's, um, what's his name, Michael Moore documentary. And then uh, the middle movie, 
let's see i can't remember what it is off the top of my head uh assassination nation which i intended to see last week along with the predator i still haven't seen the predator i still haven't seen assassination nation so i'll see if i can get through all three of those plus the other thing okay so let's talk about um oh yeah 205 live uh so that last segment with the brian kendrick was actually uh, it was filmed last so it happened right before smackdown started but in the actual episode it was in the middle of the two matches so we opened with noam dar versus um uh leo rush which uh, Leo Rush won that match after uh, his incredible frog splash. Like, he looks like an actual frog doing that frog splash. Like, it has never made more sense for it to be called that than seeing Leo Rush do it. It's so elegant and and true to nature i guess you could say it's so good but um uh that was the first match in leo rush one and then the last match the main event was uh was hideo Tommy versus mustafa ali and uh, it was a double count out because they friggin went nuts the, the last move the finish of this match was mustafa ali hits uh, a 450 splash on Hideo Tommy on the apron and they both fell out to the ground it was that was insane uh, a, a moment before that a few moments before it mere moments before that uh Hideo was going for probably like a superplex or something they're both on the uh up there on the post and Mustafa Ali just pushes him out and and like jumps after him into a splash on top of him immediately after Hideo lands. I don't think I've ever seen that before. At least not in WWE. That was so cool and looked super painful that any number of things could have gone wrong with that and perhaps maybe even did. But that was that was awesome. I'm going to remember that specific move for a long time. And if it ever happens again, be like, oh, they're they're copying that. Of course, they're copying that because that's the only other time I've seen it. But it it has probably been d- done before. I just don't pay attention to absolutely everything that has ever happened or anything like that. So that that match was pretty great, and of course they're going to fight each other again at some point. So. Let's talk about NXT, episode 470. Uh, Regal comes out to try and talk about the investigation and what happened to Aleister Black, who attacked him. But he never actually addresses that because uh, the Undisputed Era interrupts. They want Regal to get it together. Um, <laughs> uh, this is just, uh, it's, they're just a great, great segment. I love the Undisputed Era. They're They're so... Over the top, entitled jerks. I love it. Um, Adam Cole wants his rematch for the North American Championship. And uh, they also want the War Raiders taken, 
taken to taken to task. That's not the really. They want their the threat of the war raiders to be mitigated in some way. Uh, in response to that, William Regal says, "Okay, you'll have a rematch in two weeks against Ricochet, the North American champion, and Pete Dunne. Triple threat match. Hmm, monkey's paw. And in three weeks." We'll take care of the War Raiders problem because you're going to be facing them in a tag team title championship match. Tag team championship title match. I'm using too many words for that. Boom. Monkey's paw. That one wasn't really. That was that was not. That's a stretch. Call that a monkey's paw. Wish granted type of thing. Um, so there we go. Undisputed Era is uh, in dispute with these uh, championship matches coming up. Um I'm excited for those. those. Both of those matches are going to be so freaking awesome. I can't wait. And I'm hopefully going to be able to exp- avoid all any and all spoilers for all of the stuff from this taping. Okay. So uh, there's a, a kind of a strange interaction outside between uh, uh, Lacey. What's her last? Is it Evans? Um, and uh, Johnny and Candace. And it seemed kind of like uh, Lacey was uh, threatening to take her man, maybe. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Kind of a little bit weird. Very, very much. Uh, Velveteen Dream says he's not a snitch, but the writing's on the wall. He is pretty sure that Tommaso Ciampa attacked attacked, um, Aleister Black. But from he the the way he said everything it was kind of weird. It's like the guy who's not here, the guy who attacked the guy's not here, and then the guy who's the champion, all that kind of thing. It was a lot, a, a, a little bit of circular talk. I think you might be able to call it. Anyway, at some point we're gonna learn what happens, right? They're gonna come across some tape that's definitive proof. Maybe they'll have to do. With the Milwaukee incident. Hmm. <laughs> okay. We had Lars Sullivan versus some guy. Uh, this match was interrupted by EC3 attacking Lars. Uh, we had Nikki, who is, uh, for some reason, in William Regal's office. We didn't get a follow-up on that. I was I was kind of hoping we'd see like something weird in his office that she had put in there or something. But it's, I guess she was just hanging out, waiting for him. She wants to play with Bianca some more. And then she kept saying, I know, I know, I know. Then <laughs> the crew asked Wheel and Regal, do, do you think that's what she's talking about, Alistair Black? He's like, if I was him, I'd be like, I have no idea what she's talking about. What would, I, anyway, he basically said that. He said, she, she, if you asked her, she could tell you where Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster are. Well, obviously, the Pacific Northwest and Loch Ness, I mean, it's right in its name. We know where it is. Anyhow, let's, uh, the next match is the Mighty versus Street Profits, and the Mighty stole a win there. They were able to sneak that in. They, were, uh, they had stole some Street Profits stuff. They stole their, uh, their, they stole their, um, their cup and some of their jewelry. And the uh, Montez Ford and um, crap, I got overconfident. 
forget his partner's name. They were not happy about that. <clears throat> Shane Thorne and Nick Miller. Those are the members of the Mighty. Uh, um, uh, Montez Ford and... Uh, mm, what's his partner's name? Oh, it's going to bother me. i got to look it up. Let's see. NXT... Street Profits. They consist of Angelo Dawkins. I was not going to remember that without a reminder. But um, but now it's like, duh. Yeah, that's his name. Why did I forget that? Anyway, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a fun match. I liked it. Then we had Kyrie Sane versus Vanessa Bourne. Um, I don't know if this was a championship match or not, but it was pretty fun. Uh, Kyrie won via an insane elbow, and then Shayna interrupted Kyrie's victory dance, um, and she uh, she's invoking her rematch clause. And Kyrie says, "I accept, and it will be at WWE Evolution." So I am super excited for that because I will be there for it. And I will also be there for the next championship match because I believe the winner I'll I'll, I'll be there for the 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 final of the Mayan Classic at Evolution and the winner of that I believe will fight whoever is the women's champion um for that championship at uh NXT Los Angeles which I think is a, I think it will be War Games, from what I understand or heard rumors of. I don't know. That match won't be a War Games match, but anyway, I guess that is one of the last matches that uh, there hasn't been a women's match of. Is a women's War Game War Games match, which uh, they're not really set up for that in all of NXT yet, but maybe next time, maybe next year. All right. Um, Keith Lee, he interrupted Kona Reeves getting his hair done and he challenges him to a match. So that's spells the end for Kona Reeves. Keith Lee is going to kill you. Then we had Dozy versus Tomato Champs. Um, this is a Dozy of a match. Oh, dumb. Um, Tomato tried to uh, escape, but Tucky was there at the entrance ramp to to herd him back towards the ring. Uh, Dozy put up a, a great fight. Tomato is having a qu- quite a bad time time of it, but. He was ultimately able to hit him with the draping DDT to the outside, right into the apron. The hardest part of the ring. So painful. Uh, it looked, uh, yeah, that, it, it, ouch. Um, and Tomato came away. I'm, of course, talking about Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. Not Tomato Champs. But I like to, I do like tomato champs better. I do like tomatoes. Not like a whole. T- Have you ever eaten just a tomato? Not cherry tomato. Cherry tomatoes are amazing. 
Um, or grape tomatoes. They're like basically the same as cherry tomatoes, but they're longer. Now, I, I, I never heard of these before. I already forget what they're called because I finished eating them and I got rid of the bag. And so I don't know what they're the name of them was on there. there there's these grapes that are like long, long and thin. So they, they, they're they delicious, but they are. Oops, that's not what I want to do. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um, I never encountered those before. And I like them a lot. So I have to seek those out more often. Maybe it was a one-time thing. They they only sprout once every 30 years. And the last time I had them was when I was three years old. So I don't remember them, maybe. That's not that's not a thing. They wouldn't they wouldn't invest that much into packaging and stuff for something that only happens every 30 years. Or would they? Yeah, they would, because if you were they were not expensive though. If that was the case, they would be very expensive. They were not. Anyway, enough about tomatoes and grapes. This is a good episode of NXT. Followed by a pretty solid episode of Mae Young Classic. Those are the final four matches of the first round of the 2018 Mae Young Classic. We opened with Rachel Evers versus Hiroyo Matsumoto. Uh, Matsumoto won this match via powerbomb. She's Lady Godzilla. She just destroys everything in her path. Um, uh, she, she hit a powerbomb and, uh, I, I didn't catch what this is called. It's some kind of drop. It was kind of like a, a side suplex sort of thing or, uh, yeah, I, but I don't know the actual name of it, but it, it seemed to do, it seemed to get the job done. So good, good for you, Matsumoto. Then we had Jesse versus Tainara Conti, um, Conti. Sorry, it's kind of a C-H sound for that T, I think. At least sometimes they pronounce it like that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was absolutely rooting for Jesse in this match, but, um, you know, I, 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 I get it. I get it that why she wouldn't um, win yet. But uh, I, have, I have high hopes for her in the future. I really enjoy every single time I see her uh, compete. But I, I really liked her um, interview, the the whole video package before, when she explains, like, she doesn't ha- – she's not, like, technical. She's not a strike or anything. I just sort of throw my body at people. <laughs> um, it's – hey, it's a strategy. And I did see it uh, result in a win um, in California, I think. One of those times. She did win one of those matches. Um, a singles match, I think. And I think it was a singles match against Tainara. But anyway, uh, Kanji d- defeated Jesse with a judo throw. So that was... Uh, it, it, was it was an effective win. Good good for her. I, I don't know who she fights in the next round. I should, I should make note of that. Um, I think... Matsumoto is going against Tony Storm in the next round. One somebody from this episode is fighting Tony Storm in the next round. And then uh I think Nicole okay, Nicole Matthews versus Isla Dawn. Um Nicole won via a lion tamer. 
Um, I don't know if she has a specific name for her rendition of it, but uh, they did re refer to it as a lion tamer. Well, sort of. So it was a, a modified Boston crab, which was made famous by Chris Jericho, and she called it the lion tamer. So they, they, they did and they didn't call it that. Anyway, I believe Nicole Matthews fights uh, Tegan Knox in the next match. If it's not her, it's also somebody in this episode. That's all I remember. I'm not going to try to remember the other two. I just remember that two of the next rounds from the winners of this round, from this episode, are against Tony Storm and Tegan Knox. Oh, and that brings us to the main event of the entire week. Io Shirai versus um, Zaya Brookside, who is only 19 years old. Very impressive. And she kind of reminded me of uh, Ruby Riot, but like opposites of, of hers. Because like, Ruby Riot's got the, the, the black hair very um mostly black clothes and all that whereas zaya she's has the bright colors um bright colored hair and uh bright ring gear and all all of that so they they do have have a similar look but like exactly opposite but also the same anyway I thought she did pretty great. And she's only 19 years old. Very impressive. Um, EO won this match via Moonsault. And uh, this what this one, this match didn't really live up to my... The, live up to the hype that I... Uh, that, that I... Um, what am I... It, the, the, the hype that I perceived... For this match, it didn't quite live up to that. Um, but uh, then again, Zaya, 19 years old, did a great job. So I, th I think when we see Io go against a seasoned veteran, the, 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 the match would just be totally on fire. Because this was a solid match. Just imagine that her against somebody who's... Uh, even even more experienced than Zaya, but uh, yeah, not to say this match was was bad or anything at all. It was very good, and I was excited. I mean, I from this episode, my pick, well, it would have been Jesse, but but the 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 kind of obvious pick, who's gonna probably make it. It's gonna be it's gonna be Io in the in the final. Absolutely right. It's got to be. If it's, I'll be really surprised if it's not. And I'm not, please don't tweet me spoilers or anything like that, or do whatever. It doesn't matter. But um, I, I may be mistaken about that. But I'm, I'm not going to look at spoilers if I can help it. But it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be Eo versus Tony in the final. Like that's that's the obvious thing, right? That's the that's the, the the big match. That's the big match at Evolution. Who else would it be? Well, it could be some other people. Well, it's not going to be because uh, Yoshirai is going against um, Zayuxi. How do you say her name? I don't even remember how you spell the name, but um, from from Mexico. 
So, uh, so I do remember a third of the people that are fighting next week, and it is against EO. So anyway, this is a gr- this is a great episode. I uh, this this whole tournament is great so far. In this, this round two, it's gonna be the next two weeks, I think. Um, if it's still four matches per week, um, so we have we're down to sixteen competitors. That gives us eight more eight matches in round two, and uh, I think they're all gonna be uh, pre- pretty good. I'm not really I I can't remember any winner of this round that i'm really disappointed in seeing more of um i mean absolutely some of the people who lost this round i would love to see more of um mainly jesse but um the people who have won i was uh you know at least at least pretty impressed by and want to see what they've got in the next round as well so that is it for part three of of week 39 of 2018 of today. I watched. Let me know what you thought about all these shows by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for listening. This has been... Today I watched. Bye.